Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2500. Could your life use some editing? And how to be present and purposeful, both by Carrie Richardson of carryrichardson.com and your very own personal narrator, Justin Mollick, reading to you from some amazing blogs and books to help you optimize your life for 2,500 episodes now, if you can believe it. Thank you for being here on this journey with me. And I'm gonna share two posts today for the milestone episode. So let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Could Your Life Use Some Editing by Carrie Richardson of carryrichardson.com. One of the most challenging parts of writing a book is the editing process. Gathering notes, ideas, and stories is kind of fun, especially when you just throw them on a page with no worries about order or chapters. But when it comes time to sort through those pages and decide what stays and what goes, it can be overwhelming and daunting. Maybe what you've captured isn't as good as you thought. Maybe you love how this paragraph reads, but it doesn't fit into this particular book. Maybe you're unsure if a reader will understand what you're trying to convey through this particular story. It's tempting to just close the document and walk away. It's too hard to sort through everything. But it must be done. You have to pare things down and leave only the best, most impactful bits. Now think of this book as your life. What and who have you collected over the years? Are they still a fit for the life you want to live? Do those clothes you hope to fit into again someday make you feel every time you see them in your closet? Does that nagging voice in your head keep telling you that you don't have what it takes to make your dreams a reality? Do the unread books on your shelf taunt you about wasted money? Or maybe they remind you that you have no time to read. Does your heart drop every time that friend's name pops up on your phone because you know she's calling to dump her drama on you? While it may seem obvious that all of this is clutter that needs to be cleared, it's not always easy. In fact, it can sometimes feel better to keep things as is. What if all this noise is keeping you from reaching your potential and therefore saving you from risking failure? Or what if with this clutter out of your way, You're able to fully claim your space in this world, achieving success in any area you dream. What would people think? What more would be expected of you? Instead of beating yourself up for tolerating less than ideal thoughts, things, and people, give yourself some grace and get curious. How are you benefiting from settling into this draft of your story? What might come with some tidying up? Abundance, judgment, prosperity, expectation? can all be a bit scary. When I was writing my second book, I kept my notes in a disorganized draft for far too long. As I explored what my payout was from doing so, I found that I was protecting myself from the possibility of it not being as well received as my first book. If I never finished it, it wouldn't be published and then I could keep swimming in the someday possibility that is far more comfortable. It's exciting to chase a goal, isn't it? And it's sometimes terrifying to achieve it. What if, what you hoped reaching this milestone would mean falls short. 
then what? Whenever fear arises, I like to play it out. When I do, I find the situation is much less scary than the stories I'm telling myself. So instead of berating myself for procrastinating, I acknowledged my fears, talked them through with supportive loved ones, and reminded myself that I am worthy and my work is valuable, even if it doesn't hit the bestseller list. The more I focused on editing my negative thoughts, the sooner I was able to finish my manuscript. This week, I challenge you to make a list of areas of your life that could use some editing. Things like your self-talk, your friendships, your small kitchen appliances, your diet, your limiting beliefs. Then come up with one small step you could take to make some progress on one area. This might be looking in the mirror and complimenting yourself on something you see, taking some time before responding to texts or voicemails, particularly from Debbie Downer, pulling out all of your small appliances and putting them on the counter so you can see what you have, choosing nutrient-dense food for one of your meals today, or celebrating any and all small wins. As you consciously curate your life more and more, you'll find that you not only breathe easier, but you'll have more energy and focus for the things and goals that really matter. How to Be Present and Purposeful by Kerry Richardson of kerryrichardson.com. It's been just over two months since we moved into our new house in Maine and we have just two pieces of artwork hung on the wall, both in my office. While we're completely unpacked, go us, we've yet to decide on paint colors, area rugs, or what other decor will go where. Melissa and I made a commitment to each other that we would wait on designing the interior until we felt we had energetically moved in. While you can load in all your physical belongings in one day, it takes time to infuse the space with your energy. We wanna be intentional about what we choose to surround ourselves with and not rush just to have it quote-unquote done. We're paying attention to how we live in the space, how we feel in each room, the intention we have for our home. Would I love to have some warmer tones on the walls? Sure, but it also feels lovely to be present with the space and invite it to tell me what colors it would like to wear. I see lots of parallels in our home decorating process and the moves we make in our lives. I'm sure you can relate. How often Are you running from one thing to the next, whether literally and physically or in your mind, without ever slowing down a bit to be sure you want to go wherever it is you're headed? It's so easy to fill life up with busy and fire extinguishing that before you know it, one, five, or 10 years have passed and you're wondering where the time went. Whenever I feel like life is getting away from me, I pause and take stock of my choices and decisions. Here's a sampling of the process I go through. I pull up my calendar and review how I spent the last two or three days. I identify any errands, tasks, or projects I worked on that in reflection wasn't the best use of my time. I look for themes and what took my attention away from the actions that would have supported my vision and big goals. Am I abandoning myself for others? Am I cluttering up my calendar to avoid actions I feel intimidated by? Am I getting caught up in busy work to quench my desire for immediate gratification? I then have a look at the steps I avoided to see if they can be broken down into even smaller steps. And finally, I rework my schedule for the next several days and plan the specific times I will take those steps. 
Occasionally, my discoveries in step three will result in some processing in my journal to help nip it in the bud in the future. Overall, the process goes pretty quickly and almost always results in a few aha moments. Life is so precious that I wanna squeeze every moment out of it, even if that moment is just sitting in the rocking chair on my back deck, watching the chipmunks play. Being as mindful and deliberate as possible with how I spend my time is a critical part of that intention. You just listened to the posts titled, Could Your Life Use Some Editing? And How to Be Present and Purposeful, both by Carrie Richardson of kerryrichardson.com. We've heard from a lot of amazing people on this podcast, but if you're like me, you wanna go deeper. So where can you go to learn from the most remarkable people? That's Masterclass. Masterclass offers unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with over 180 world-class instructors plus every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. There are over 200 classes to pick from with new classes added every month, like John Kabat-Zinn's. He's a mindfulness expert who teaches you how to incorporate meditation into your everyday life. I've loved his class. It's really helped me to hone my meditation skills, especially when I'm out and experience stressful situations and don't have the time or space to have a proper meditation session. I feel that thanks to his class, I've really been able to stay more composed no matter what's happening. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com old. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com old. Masterclass.com old. Thank you to Carrie. A good tip there in the first post about editing your life. She said, make a list of different areas where your life could use some editing, but then, and here's the key, come up with one small step you could take to make some progress on one area. So basically, in other words, edit your edited list down to one thing in one area and try that. That's how edited it needs to be to have an impact. One small baby step at a time. I mean, that's how I got to 2,500 episodes. It wasn't by recording 2,500 episodes in two months, it was 2,500 episodes over six and three quarter years. One episode at a time, one baby step at a time. That's a good time to mention, thank you for being here for the 2,500th episode. I know there are a few people out there who have listened to every single episode, which is really hard to believe, but so amazing. Some people started from the beginning years late and are now somewhere in the middle, but getting through multiple a day and catching up Wherever you are, even if this is the first episode you've ever heard of OLD, I appreciate you being here because if I was just sitting here talking to myself while getting over COVID, it wouldn't mean as much to me and I would have stopped a long time ago. By being here and enjoying the articles with me, it's given me a reason to keep going, especially when I don't feel great. So thank you again. Hopefully we'll make it through another 2,500 episodes of positivity and happiness. Hope you're having a great day and I'll see you in tomorrow's show where we begin again and where your optimal life awaits.